Within Podcast, where entrepreneurs come together to chat about business, marketing, and entrepreneurship on the journey to catching their dreams. I'm your host, Danielle Towner, creative marketing consultant at DreamWork Creative and co-author of the Mompreneur Manual. I focus on helping you build a profitable online business, monetize your website, and make sales from your content. So let's get started. Welcome back for another episode of Dreamer's Den Podcast. And if you're back with us, thank you for joining us again. Um, so today I have a special guest coming on and she is a fellow entrepreneur and mom. Um, so we're going to talk to her about her new app that's coming out, My Buzz Buddy. And we're going to talk about her about some other things, entrepreneur, mompreneur, and just some things that I found that we have in common. Um, so I want to welcome Marilyn Hadidian. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, can't wait to get started and I'm looking forward to, I'm inviting myself coming back. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I always welcome everybody back. So, um, let's get right, let's jump right into it. So tell us about yourself and how you got started on your entrepreneur journey. Um, so I actually, it's, um, interesting because I'm, I, I come from corporate America and I, um, I guess I still have one leg in corporate America. My background is in geology. I'm a professional geologist, but I have always right through high school and college been business minded. Actually, when I meet people from high school and college now that's one of the things they remember about me and my sister I have an older sister and we would always think of things to do um, during the holidays or um, at school we would think of things to do or to sell to make extra money um, bucket money and stuff so I I I I want to I want to say it just came naturally to us and we just it was something we always did and even though I, like everyone else, you go to college, get a degree, get a great job or whatever you think the dream is, I think that what you need to be doing always finds you. And I fell back into business about maybe three, four years ago. And it, it was quite by accident um, where, um, well, I first of all started, I like to read. I do a lot of reading. And so I got to the point getting married, having kids, being a mom and everything else. I just found that I would buy books and I, my pile would just keep getting bigger and bigger and no time to read. So the first thing I, I started was a, 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 a book box, a subscription book box, audio book box. <laughs> and it was my get your reading fix on the go um solution and so just little things like that um i started um i do own a bookstore so it was really from something i love to do a hobby and when once the entrepreneurial bug bites you i say there's no turning back and then starting my business i had my girlfriends who watching me and I became the go-to, okay, Marilyn, Marilyn's doing the subscription box. She has the bookstore. Marilyn, what are you doing? How did you, um, reg I actually, I'm originally from Africa and I registered a, a nonprofit. Um, it's a little over 10 years old now. And 
and we do women um, uh, often orphans and um, single moms, women, and then youth. And it's a charity um, thing. And so it was like, Marilyn, um, what paperwork did you use? How did you um, register your 501c3? How did you register your business? Um, what are you doing to grow your business? And just from that, and then the girlfriend will tell someone else, go talk to Marilyn. And so by the time I had like three or four girlfriends coming to me for business advice, I found myself becoming a business coach. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, find you, I just fell into it and I love it. And so I started uh, my company, um, Sister Buzz, um, for the business coaching and basically the idea being that we help you with business strategies and put the buzz on your business and that. And I've been loving it. And the app, which we're going to talk about later, is actually born out of that coaching and business growth strategy um, frame of mind of, okay, how do we take it to the next level? But really talking about me and how I started, that's really it. I think by accident where it wasn't intentional, but it was something that I just started doing and enjoying and it just grew. And here I am today. I think that is the beauty of it. We have, we kind of have similar um, backgrounds with like doing, coming up with things as children. Like I went through the phase of selling candy and um, handmade jewelry and things like that. And um, I talked to people also about how, um, I started off, well, I was doing, I wasn't doing website design, I was blogging, but of course I had to learn to create and manage my own website. And then from there, people saw it and they wanted help from me. And then after that, it's like, well, what do I do now? Like, how do I get business yeah. to my website? It so finds you. Yeah. The beauty of it is like, you do things that you love and you're passionate about yeah. And then like from there, it just, it, like you said, it finds you, you don't have to chase. It just comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. Now you mentioned being a geologist and you said that it is a male dominated industry. Now I remember when being a fine, I can I come from the financial industry, but I remember, mm -hmm. remember being a financial professional and being in this office that was full of males, it was very few females. Um, most of them were, um, well, it was, it was about three females. And I remember like, they, had, they gave this like false sense of competition in between us. And it was just the girls. crazy things going on. I'm hoping your story is a little bit different from that. I'm hoping it's positive, but most of the time- Mine Actually, um, as a geologist, and I think that I, I have never felt competition from a fellow female geologist. And really, my experience, and I think it's pretty common, is that there are not that many of us for now. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping it changes. Yeah. Um, even through college, we were always supportive of each other where you would have a group of 30 geologists and out of the 30, it would be just us two girls. So we had to support each other and you go on um, a month long field trip, you better get along with the other girl in the group. <laughs> you better. Yeah. And, and so, cause you're doing all these things and it's 
you're rough in it really you can't it's not get up and put your makeup on it's get up and put your steel toes on and so you better get along with the other yeah. girls so i have never um felt any competition from um, a fellow female geologist. And I, I would say even with the um, with the males really, um, college, throughout college, I never really felt any sense of competition. It was, um, there were some, you would have guys who would be like, um, you wanna do a guy's job. So they, they, they don't wanna help you. I, it, I'm a geologist, but I'm a firm believer that God made men to be stronger than women for for a reason. And if if I have a huge piece of rock, and I, I we have guys in the group, and we have to trek a mile to camp, I think the guys should carry. <laughs> I think they should carry the, the, the. I think they should carry the the bag that's full of rocks, right? <laughs> I believe that, and I've had. I had where some guys would be like, well, you want to be a geologist, you can carry your own bag or your own rocks to camp. And I also had guys who were like, you're doing okay, Marilyn, you need a hand. So it, it was a, a mixed experience in college. Um, but corporate America, I think, is more just being corporate America. And I think we, just like you alluded to from the finance world, I think regardless of whether it would have been um, geology or any other um, profession, there's always that competition. I actually, um, I think there's some kind of a, um, unspoken competition going on between um, engineers and geologists. And it's, um, the, I, the, the pressure or the resistance that I, I have felt as a female in a male dominated industry came, I would say, uh, from where being passed over for promotions, maybe because they're used to when guys, I mean, you go out for beers after um, work, after hours. I'm, I'm, I'm a geologist, yes, but I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm going home. But the guys are going to go out and have beer. So when it comes time for promotion, who's going to get promoted first? It's the guy who has beer, who goes out for beer with the boss. Or um, instances where just because it's a male-dominated industry, when you apply for a job, um, the guy's more likely to get it. And they probably, they might not realize they're discriminating, but in their mind, it's a it's a man's job. And it's easier for them and more comfortable for them to hire a man because they don't want to worry about hiring a girl. So having that needing to prove yourself or show that you can do it or when you're in the sun in steel toes and hat hat for 12 hours in the sun and wishing you could sit down, but you're not going to sit down because you're a girl and you don't want to hear comments about this is not a, a job for a girl, you know, things like that. Yeah. So that's what I've, I've um, experienced where it's really just, uh, I don't want to use the word biases, but just the way society views where they, they think this is a job for a guy. And so if they were going to hire, they would rather hire a, a guy, even if he's a little slightly less qualified, maybe mm -hmm. things like that. So. I will say that I have seen that um, 
and you get to a point where you're just like, you know what, my my future, my promotion, my life, whatever I do or do not do is in God's hands. It's not in some co-worker or some boss or just in any, it, it's in God's hands. And you have to, you get to that point where now you can just relax and do your job. And I found that um, eventually when people realize that um, you can actually do the job, they relax a little bit. So, but yeah, I, I think just any any uh, profession that's male dominated, I think any girl who ventures in, into, into it is gonna have to deal with those preconceived ideas where um, it's either they're gonna be like, whatever you you, um, you signed up for it or they're gonna be like oh I, I think I don't want to have to hold handhold be, just because you're a girl they might assume you can't get the job done mm -hmm. but that is corporate America well co the corporate world I don't want to say corporate America I think it's just corporate culture worldwide really yeah I've talked about and seen like um, details on some of those assumptions that they make, especially for women who are mothers. And you brought up a valid point about that, like how, um, you know, you go home at the end of the day, like, and I get that, that, you know, building that relationship, but, um, you know, oftentimes men have a luxury of saying, hey, I'm going to go do yeah. Because we're the ones taking care of. Yeah, the baby. exactly, <laughs> exactly. I I have. I mean, I I've had I've had instances where the guys that I started out with, a lot of them. I mean, I've had guys tell me that. Oh, they they tell me we have openings. Like, you can make so much more money. I don't. I I think it is easier for men. Yes, but at the same time, I don't want to just generalize and say it's easier for men. But I've had people that I started with or worked with who left to go to other jobs and they make more money and they have wives who, are, who stay home, stay home moms because they can afford it. Mm -hmm. And things like that, be, like you said, we're the homemakers, especially if you're in a traditional home, which I don't know that we have a lot of that anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think... Um, Society is changing where you now see some stay-at-home dads, yes, but I have personally experienced where I've had former co-workers go get a job that pays really well, and they're like, Marilyn, you could be making so much money, but um, I always, I never lead with the money because as a woman, I'm thinking, to me, the payoff of being able to um, go to a PTA meeting and um, to be at a job where you can actually take time off to go to a PTA meeting or take your child to um, the doctor, something else where you can do that. To me, I value that more. Um, of course, I like money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think for us as women, we, we do um, tend to... Um, think about that more, which is probably why some people don't like to hire women. They don't know what they're missing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm not going to pretend. I, I don't pretend that you can have it all. I don't think that I can be a superstar at work and go to every after hour, um, whatever, and 
be a great mom. And I, I don't pretend something has to give. And if you find a middle ground where you can do both, and um, I think to me, that's a blessing. I don't think you can, you can um, every time they need someone to fly out. I've had to go, um, one time I had to, this is, when I was single, I did a lot more field work and I would go for a month and stay at a hotel and, do, and it was fine. And when, by the time you get married and you, you have a kid, it's great, but you start thinking about other things where, when I had to go, I think it was, I was gone for maybe a week, two at the most, I had to go to the Virgin Island for work. Mm-hmm. And my husband okay. and I, we had to p- figure out that I think that was the first time we got a babysitter because we had tried consciously to not have babysitters. So those are things that you consider and something has to give. I don't think you can be a superstar at work and be a superstar at home. You have to find a balance. Right. I totally agree. You have to, it's, it's like one of our biggest things is having to prioritize all the time because, you know, yeah. things change quick and we have to adjust. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But that has translated into you starting your own business and your own company and the networking that you may not be able to do at work um you're creating opportunities for yourself and for others to do that so um how has networking helped you to grow your business um it's been um actually i don't think it's possible to grow a business without networking i don't think it's possible now what form networking takes might be different um depending on your business or what your product or your services, it might be different. I don't think that one size fits all, but it's impossible to grow a business without networking. And when I say networking, I mean actual connecting, not just um, um, having a lot of people on your feed or whatever you do. (laughs) I, I, I think networking is actually connecting with people that's really what networking is. And you can't grow your business without connecting with people who know what you're offering, what you have to offer, how um, your offer can help them, um, how um, you can maybe collaborate or, and not even just that, um, networking, not just with helping you to get, um, which is what it has, it, it has done for me is to help me gain visibility um, with my brand and my business, it helps me gain. That's what we're doing right here. We're, we're connecting and I'm not going to walk away from this podcast and not remember who Danielle is. You know what I mean? Right. We're connecting. Right. And I, now I, I know what you do and um, all that about you. To me, this, that's networking. That's the kind of networking that I'm always aspiring to do. Um, I tell people that Networking is not um, joining a hundred Facebook groups and not connecting with anybody and just posting um, offers and stuff or whatever it is that no one's even looking at. That's spam. Something that you you pour your heart into a product and you don't take the time to actually connect and engage with people and 
um, get yourself properly visible because the, there are all kinds of um, visibility. Um, there's visibility that's known as spam. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> It is. Mm -hmm. People see you, but they don't want to see you. They're not. They're, they're not gonna. They just yeah, delete. <laughs> yeah. So you did achieve a goal. You. You. But did you present yourself well? And that's where I always say networking involves connecting and engaging. It's not just showing up. Mm -hmm. And even when you talk about with the old-fashioned way of networking, uh, with the BNIs, where you would go um, to a lunch meeting to meet people and network. Yeah. You, you, you don't, you, you, I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And you show up and a, a lot of people hated those because, <laughs> yeah, I, I think 90% of the people I know who did it hated it um, because you show up and you can't just sit there even though you're eating a nice lunch or whatever you got to talk to the person across the room on the, at the table and find common ground and connect mm -hmm. and that's right. what people hated right. about it that they, they they had to connect in order to be effective and when people come online to the virtual space because you're not face to face they forget that one important rule of networking mm -hmm. you have to connect you have to start that conversation Right, and they forget right. that you so, <laughs> but to me, um, I have found that um, engaging with people, connecting with people, um, it has been it, uh, it's a two way street, mm -hmm. um, and I like to keep it that way, but it has been very effective and um, helpful to me, um, not only growing as a businesswoman, but in also um, getting visibility for my business. Yes, absolutely. I I like what you said about the being. I like I I hated it <laughs> at that time. Like I was younger and I I had no idea what to do with that. First of all, but a lot of people hated it. Um, I would you know everybody would come and have their business cards out and introduce themselves, and then like for me, so many people were in that same financial services industry. It's like, oh, it's another one here. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, so it was like I like you said, I had no idea what to do with that, and no idea like how to just like you said, suddenly organically introduce yourself and have a real conversation with people. Mm -hmm. So, but now that I know better, it took me doing it, and it's crazy to it be doing it online yeah. to learn better. But now that I know yeah. better, you know, you know that the core and the foundation of it is, like you said, it's um, it's thinking about everybody involved it's not just thinking about what you can get out of it it's thinking yeah. about what you can give and just having you know a mutual relationship and everything else follow yeah yeah it's a two-way street yeah now what else would you tell entrepreneurs about the power of networking um i think something that lately has been um um what's the word I'm looking for? Um, lately, I've been talking about it a lot. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, it'll come to me, but <laughs> something that has been resonating with me um, lately is um, being consistent. It's something I'm working on for myself too. I don't uh, know that 
a lot of us realize that regardless of what you're doing for your business, um, even with your kids, your family, it's it's a principle and a lot of things are habit forming. Um, you're, if you're trying to teach your two-year-old or three-year-old to brush their teeth, you have to be consistent about it until they get it. Mm-hmm. If you're teaching them how to eat um, with, um, the proper way or whatever you're trying to teach a kid, you have to stick with it and be consistent with it till they get it. And it's the same with our business. Um, it's the same. <laughs> My husband tells me, Marilyn, you gotta be, you gotta stick with it. It's the same when when I'm scolding scolding our son. And I tell him nothing. My husband's like, Marilyn, you need to you need to be consistent about it. You can't scold him to, for doing it today and tomorrow. Just let him get away with it. Yeah, so it's like, the I'm same. Tired, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it tomorrow. <laughs> My husband's like, you, you can't do that. You got to be consistent. And it's the same in business. And that's something that I'm translating into my business where a lot of us don't realize that um, when you talk about, um, we do talk about um, putting our great content or whatever you do and being consistent with it. Um, but a lot of people don't realize that when you're engaging people and connecting with people and networking, you have to be consistent about it too. You have to be consistent about everything that relates to your business. That consistency has to be there. And that's something that lately I've been, it's been resonating with me that, um, not just consistency in branding, uh, not just consistency with your content or, um, whatever you else you're doing, um, we don't tend to think of um, networking in terms of doing it consistently um, because, and like you and I talked about, we hated those networking meetings. And if we could get away with only doing it once a quarter, we were lucky or once a year, you were lucky. And so that mentality, but you do, the people, if you recall and think back, the people who got good at it and the people who um, did well with it were the people who did more often and were consistent with it. Right. And so in the virtual world, it's the same where even in networking in virtually getting out to meet people, um, virtually connecting with people, we have to be consistent in that and make sure that we keep that consistency and we will see the results. Um, it could be huge results right away, but even if it's not, it's still going to be huge results. Eventually you will always see the results. It's just a matter of when, how quickly. Exactly. Um, and I think that a lot of people do like they'll try it one or two times and then if they mm-hmm. don't see um, what they're looking for, then they throw in the towel. And they so, get discouraged yeah. or they feel overwhelmed with just having to do it. I, I think a lot of it too might be personality driven too. Yeah. <laughs> where, where some people personality wise, they excel at stuff like that. They love it. Even the face-to-face like networking. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you, speaking of networking or creating like, innovative solutions like you're creating innovations in within networking um so you have this new app that you're rolling out called my buzz buddy and um is it for specifically for female entrepreneurs or um tell us about that tell us about your app 
I will, I can tell you about my app from now till tomorrow <laughs> until you stop me, but thank you. Um, it's actually not just for, um, females. It's, it's for, um, all entrepreneurs. Um, it is an entrepreneurial app. Yes, but it's for both male and female and it's, um, for business networking, um, business to business and business to consumer. Um, and the, the whole premise is, and it, uh, it's really, um, a lot of it is based around what we've been talking about, consistency in your networking to grow your business, consistency in building relationships um, to grow your business, consistency in meeting the right people um, to grow your business. So it is um, a networking app that matches entrepreneurs with leads. Um, so when you sign up, um, you set up your profile and answer some questions. And based on that, it will match you um, with people who are um, like, I, I say qualified leads um, to a great extent because it's based off the people you say you're looking for. So, um, and it, it match you up, you can collaborate, you, you connect with your matches to collaborate or offer your services and you, you, take a quarter, we, we do the matching quarterly and you take a quarter to actually connect. And I'm very, um, passionate is not the word, but I'm very adamant about the fact that networking and growing a business is about relationships. Mm -hmm. And so when you get your matches, you, you get them quarterly and you're supposed to go from relationships with your matches and um, make sales, maybe not make sales, but form relationships and grow your business. Because if you don't sell today, you're gonna sell tomorrow, but you're now visible to more people. Um, but you're supposed to nurture those matches each quarter. And that's why you get it um, quarterly. You nurture the matches and then next quarter you get a new set of matches and you actually form relationships with them. And the goal of the app is the connection, obviously, with the lead generation, connecting you with people and your matches, and also um, visibility, growing your visibility. Um, and we want to do this, but we want to make you <laughs> actually connect with your matches and not just um, not show up. So that, um, in a quick summary, um, is what my buzz buddy does is it connects you with um matches every quarter based on what you set up on your profiles that you're looking for and you go connect with your matches make sales collaborate um, and grow your business we have a ton of other features on the app mm -hmm. but the main the main feature is the entrepreneur matching that we do. So it's kind of like a, it's a dating app for entrepreneurs, really. It is a dating app for entrepreneurs. Yes. Well, it sounds, um, it sounds like it makes that process easier. And like, that's something I could have used back then when I'm like, I have no idea what to do, but I think, um, I think that's great because you still are responsible for doing the work and like you said, showing up and being consistent and, um, you know, presenting your business in the right way. But mm -hmm. that filtering process or that matching process that you talked about, mm -hmm. um, 
you know, it does kind of, like you said, help help qualify, help um, help simplify that funnel so that people mm-hmm. who aren't like a good fit, who want a good match, or who just aren't interested in that, like, um, it kind of, you know, narrows that down. So I think that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. And actually, one of the things we say on the app is... Um, um, set up a profile that's worthy of your brand. That's one of the things we say on the welcome screen is, come. okay, now let's go set up a profile that's worthy of your brand. Mm-hmm. When you're setting up your profile, keep in mind who you're trying to meet, what kind of impression you want to make, and all that when you set up your profile. When you answer those questions, um, keep in mind who you want to get matched with. And it does um, take away a lot of the um, um, pre-qualification, um, but yes, you do have to um, go nurture those leads and it's a networking app. You're supposed to meet people, connect and form lifelong business relationships. So that's what it is. And it does, t- <laughs> it takes out the, <laughs> it takes out the uh, having to sit at a table, bringing out, pulling out your business card and wondering how to yeah. break the ice. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Take uh, that pressure uh, off. <laughs> yeah, the, the heartburn or whatever <laughs> people would get. Uh, uh, that not even that expensive lunch <laughs> makes up for it, but oh, yes. oh, yes. <laughs> it, 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 it takes that away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so, um, like what, like, I know that you're still in the process or in the like beta process now, but can you share with us like some of the feedback that you've been getting from um, entrepreneurs who have experienced my buzz buddy? We actually, um, this is May. I was actually, um, I have a call, which I had the call today. It got pushed to Thursday. I have a call with my app developer and we are going to be um, beta testing this month. Um, the target okay. is third and uh, or fourth week in May. Um, I wish I could, <laughs> let me see. I don't know if I can uh, show you. I put the, um, they had me put the app, it's been on here for about two, three weeks now, um, where they had, I can't, I don't know how I can show you. Can you even see my screen? Um, you might have to put your like, hand above it like that. Okay, yeah, I can see. Do you, you see the pur- purple buzz buddy yeah. right there? Yeah. yeah. You, you, do you see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am, um, I did ask my developer if he could, um, help me find a way where I could actually share my, my phone. Um, do you see that? The signing page? Do you yes. see that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The light is a little you too bright. Have a, um, well, I I'm not sure. I, I have an iPhone, but it has a screen record setting. If you like pull down mm-hmm. the top. Um, it has yeah, a I um that's something I I I have to do. I went on um I, I went on um I went on Google or and YouTube the other day, but mm-hmm. there it is. Okay. I went on Google and YouTube the other day um to um find videos for how to record your screen. So um, oh, yeah. we'll see. Oh, yeah. But but my 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 app developer. He's the tech one. That's why I paid him a ton of money. <laughs> but um, he he he's gonna. Um, he said he's gonna 
um, record the screen for me or uh, show me how to do it. Okay. But he he okay. he postponed today's meeting. But um, it it really is a cool app. Um, there are a lot of features. We have assistant sharing on it, where you can actually sign up to have a VA, and that also leads oh, wow. into what we were talking yeah. about being consistent in your networking and your marketing. So, mm -hmm. um, you can actually sign up a VA at no extra charge um, to help you with your feed and staying consistent and following up with your matches or whatever you want to have the VA do. Um, we have um, uh, profile hop events, mm -hmm. which are, the, those are events that while you get your matches quarterly for people that you're looking for, people that when you sign up, you say, these are the kind of people I want to get matched with. With the hop events, you're going to um, register for an hop event and then you're going to get, um, I don't want to use the word match because you're going to get um, put in a room sort of for lack of a better word, with 10 to 20 random people. And that's also just a degree of visibility where now you're getting your matches and you're not sure in your matches and doing what you need to do. But here we are. We also want other people on the app who would normally not be matched with you to meet you and get to know you. And so we do mm. these quarterly events where you, you get in a room with random people, you start a conversation, you, what do you do and things like that. And you get to know each other. And the, the whole premise is really that we're very big on lead generation and visibility. And so the whole premise is really in um, growing your online footprint mm. where you're getting your matches for lead generation and collaboration or whatever else you're doing. But once a quarter, we're gonna say here, if you want to register for a hop event, you can meet random people on the app as well and um, get to connect with them as well and tell them what you do and see what they do. And and so we also we have um, some features. Um, um, you can boost your profile. Just a lot of features that I'm excited about. And um, in a couple of weeks here, um, um, and the plan is that we're going to be in the app store. Um, Google Store and iPhone for um, uh, somewhere by, by July. That's the that's the goal. Awesome. awesome. And that happens, yeah. that's, that's um, a great way to create buzz or business. So yeah, it it is absolutely yeah. Now you you have a full plate, like just from what you told me today. <laughs> you're a you're a wife, you're a mom, you're a geologist, you're an entrepreneur. Um, how, like, how is it being a working mom? And um, I don't even want to say balance, but how do you manage everything? That, that, that's, ask me what the inspiration for my buzz buddy was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what the inspiration was. And why do you think I put assistant sharing in there where you can have an assistant? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Why do you think? And why do you think I'm 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 saying take a whole quarter to go? Not sure these matches take your time. Just make sure you convert them. Just take yeah. your time. Don't yeah. don't kill yourself and get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. If you if you can convert four to five people, um, a month or a quarter. That is a lot. 
and that is very good. So take your time and and do the what you think. <laughs> so that that is me being a, a mom and a, a businesswoman, and um just just thinking of okay, what's gonna help? Because really, and one of the things I I one of the things I I use the graphics is um you have a networking meeting across town and your babysitter cancels last minute. What are you going to do? <laughs> right. And, and right. so if you have right. my buzz buddy, you don't even have to worry about it. You pull out your phone <laughs> and you're networking on your phone. <laughs> so, but um, it, it actually, I would say um, the last few months I am finding balance it's not i'm not going to pretend that like i i've uh, just been honest with myself and everyone else something has to give mm-hmm. something really has mm-hmm. to give something will suffer and for most of us because as women we always put ourselves last usually you do i've had i mean you do without sleep you you you're up at night when everyone else is sleeping Um, and so you fulfill your duties to everyone else during the day and rather than sleep, now you're building your business. I've done that, been there, done that. Most of us have. And the plan is that you don't have to do that, um, for too long and you can, um, quickly scale and set systems in place. Um, so I'm thankful for that, but when you, I mean, something usually has to give where you, you, you just have to figure out a way around it. It could be sleep, it could be time, it could be, and you just have to decide. Um, I think a lot of us, um, I I do my best not to um, take away from family time, mm-hmm. but I still feel like I did do that. And like I said, the last few months, it's, I with me setting systems in place, it's, a lot better and then just with the time management and time blocking like like now i told you when we started i said once it's a certain time seven o'clock my family gets home and it's family time so i consciously schedule meetings and calls and things around when um they're not like i don't have to take away from family time um and this uh staying up at night to get stuff done mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. until you can afford a VA, praise right. God for VAs. Right. And now we can right. get some sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But yes, yeah. yeah. So it, um, it is really um, what has worked for me is with the time blocking. Um, I just made sure and um, did my group grow slower because of it? Maybe mm-hmm. um, because yeah. I would go live in the mornings because that's when um, my family is at school or you know what I mean? Right. Knowing that I probably would have more viewership if I went live um, in the evening time, but choosing to leave the evenings free for family for when family's home. So it's choices that you consciously make um, and then you block off time and say, from 10 to 12 this is what i'm going to be doing for and just trying to make sure that you manage your time as effectively as possible and prioritize always prioritize and decide if something has to give what is 
less a priority for you. For me, um, uh, it was, I don't want to say my group was less a priority because that's wrong, but it was more important to me to spend my evenings with my family. So the group growth or the lives and the stuff typically would come during the day, even though I knew most people are not available, but I would just be like, okay, they can catch the replay. Right. And so you just, right. you, you, and it's going to be different for everybody. Not everybody's um, situation is going to be like mine, mm-hmm. um, or they mm-hmm. might not even have to make the same choices. They might not have kids. They might not be married. They might not, ha- you know, so right. I right. think it's just for us recognizing what's priority and what do we want to make priority and what do we choose and but also being sure not to neglect either you just you just set um a schedule or something but don't leave one off and just um and then just do your best to prioritize and stay consistent yeah yeah i was just talking to um well, one of my business partners and we were doing a live and I was talking about how it, it was so hard for me to grasp at first, um, three years ago when I first became a mom, like, why can't I do all of this stuff like I used to do? <laughs> and yeah. I really had to like accept that. And like you yeah. said, you just kind of have to get in, get it in where you fit it in and um you know eventually it gets a little better but eventually you come to the realization like you said that I don't I don't I can't do it all alone and I don't want to do it all alone anymore so it's people out there to help you and you know and and your app is going to be one of those things those absolutely that's why i I, that's why you were like i was like why do you think i came up with the app (laughs) why do you think i came up with it's it it addresses my pain points (laughs) Mm -hmm. and a lot of a lot of moms would feel the same way we do have um right now we're doing early bird signups so um um we're given um I th- it's about 80 percent off i don't know the exact maybe a little less or a little more I, actually i think it's a little more is what um crystal told me but right now if people want to sign up early um um for the app before we go in the app store they will get it at eight, about 80 percent off okay. um okay. if they want to sign up now and they just have to go to mybuzzbuddy.com and check it out um i would love feedback as well um, to be honest, I would love feedback. Um, really, really cannot wait to launch. <laughs> okay. So share with, with my audience like the best way to connect or um, you told them to go to mybuzzbuddy.com if they want to the early bird access to the app. Um, but also like how can they provide you feedback um, if they want to provide feedback also? Yeah, um, I do have a Facebook group um, and if you do too, um, maybe we can talk offline. I would love to join your group if you have one, but I do have a Facebook group. It's called um, Women Entrepreneur Business Growth Strategies because okay. that's my my okay. thing. Um, it's a little mouthful, but um, and um, so you can um, find me on Facebook or um, even my business page, um, um, which is uh, Sister Buzz. It's at Growth Buzz. Um, you can connect with me that way. Um, sisterbuzz.com is my website. Um, and Sister Buzz is 
the parent company for my buzz buddy so you see the theme of buzz right. <laughs> um, right. so they can go to either sisterbuzz.com or they can go to um, mybuzzbuddy.com um, and they can connect with me there um, either um, either one uh, would be a good way to connect with me perfect perfect well it's been a pleasure it's been a blast getting to know you <laughs> and getting to know about your company and um, my buzz buddy and the app coming out um i appreciate you joining me on our platform um joining dreamers den podcast today and um, <laughs> i look forward to you coming back like you said in the beginning <laughs> yeah I do. I, I, I will. I will. Definitely. I had a great time. I had a blast and a uh, uh, great job. I think you, uh, you, um, I, you're a natural actually. So, but I enjoyed um, the podcast and hanging out with you this past hour. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed sharing with you. If you're watching on YouTube, post your questions and feedback in the comments. If you're listening from the Anchor platform, press that record button and ask your question. Thank you so much for joining Dreamers Den. And as I always say, dream until your dreams come true.